Welcome to the Advisor Talk podcast channel. This is Nick Stewart, CEO and Authorised Financial Advisor at Stewart Group. If you're new to the show, Stewart Group is a CFEX certified financial planning and advisory firm serving clients throughout New Zealand with offices in Hawke's Bay and Wellington. The information provided or any opinions expressed in this show are of a general nature only and should not be construed or relied on as a recommendation to invest in a financial product or class of financial products. You should seek financial advice specific to your circumstances from a financial advisor before making any financial decisions. A disclosure statement can be obtained free of charge. Bruce. Great, thanks, Ken. Nice to see another bright, sunny Hawke's Bay day. It's a bit nippy. I was just outside talking to my wife on the phone. Rather cold. I had to say, look, I've got to go. Sorry. Oh, it's my favourite time. <laughs> favourite time of year. I get too old, you know, I'm sort of old mm. bones and my hands mm. are like uh, five fish fingers at the moment. Oh, you've got to look at Frozen. all the colour in the trees. <laughs> You're very mindful, Bruce. Mm. Now, today we're here to talk about scams. But before we get there, just to remind our listeners, Stuart Group, what are you guys all about? Well, we've been in town going on 39 years now as uh, financial fiduciaries, advisor, as advisors yeah. for people, and um, our scope is actually very broad compared to most financial advisors, mm. so pop onto our website and see what we're all about. When you say it's broad, what do you cover? Well, myself personally, it's about financial planning, yeah. uh, which includes wealth management, um, and also succession planning, estate planning, um, and you know, just KiwiSaver. KiwiSaver is something everybody should have up to a certain Absolutely. age. Yeah. And um, excitingly, we've announced a series of funds that we've launched: the Asset Class Investment Funds (ACI) funds, yes. which are going to become very important, uh, especially with the changes in tax rates. So, yes, that's mm. right. They're coming around very. Very, very shortly. Mm. Bricks and mortar, are they still a thing? I mean, you know, I used to love bricks and mortar when I was younger, much younger. I think, oh, yeah, a couple of rentals, that was great. But yeah. uh, is that still a go? Or? Well, you can't get much more solid than a solid no. grey slate building on the Karamu Road where we are. But, um, you know, property has its place in anyone's portfolio, and we're about making things fit for purpose yes. and uh, maximising returns for people. And you're all about diversification, aren't you? Not all your eggs in one basket. Certainly. You should come in and have a look at that 15-legged chair in the yeah. foyer. You know, you <laughs> kick one leg out, there's another 15 carrying you. Yeah. Yep. Okay, today we're going to talk about scams. Why are we going to talk about scams today? Well, they don't seem to stop. And um, I don't know about you, but when I look through my emails on my phone, some of them are quite convincing um, until I look at the spelling. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so true. Or, or addressing me, uh, dear dearest. Yes. Uh, so, uh, it was the latest one. Mm. The old Nigerian one where someone's left you $100 million and all you've got to do is send us your, your bank details. Actually, I haven't had any of those lately. Them. No, I, I think they've made their money and skedaddled. Mm. Okay, you've, I can see you've got a whole bunch of notes uh, and uh, I've got a few things that I'd, mm. I'd like to suggest to you. But uh, tell, yeah. us, tell us what you want to talk about. So... Um, I mean, it, it's really about it's too good to be true. Yes. You know, you know. Um, there was a guy up in, in the Waikato recently I saw in the paper who got scammed and it was very well put together. 
uh, even two financial advisors who he went to talk to generally, mm. you know, just having a chat and saying, well, it appears all right. Yeah. But it wasn't. No. So he's $150,000 lighter. Yeah. And that's where financial advisors need to be careful as well um, in how far we go in talking with people. And that's key with us. You know, when you come and talk to us, we're interested in you, and you can actually come and see us. And that's one of the key things is if these scammers tell you that you can't come and see them, well, yeah, that's a, a red flag. Yeah. 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 I, I've heard of a, a case recently where a, a woman was uh, scammed for a substantial amount of money. And even though she, uh, of her own free will, more or less, transferred mm. the money to this account because she thought it, uh, it, it panned out. Yes. It looked pretty good. And when she, uh, when she put the money into her account, that was the end of the money, more or less. Uh, and uh, she tended to sort of say, well, the bank should have some sort of responsibility here. That They shouldn't just put my money into someone's account overseas without raising a red flag. But they said, well, we do that every single day. We transfer mm. money from one person's account to another account every single day. So, um, yeah. you know, morally they couldn't necessarily be blamed. No. But we and tend to blame the banks, don't we? Why? Well, that's a natural thing for human beings to look around and blame why it's happened, mm. to, to have a reason for it. And sometimes the plain reason is we are gullible. Yes. We all are gullible to a certain extent. And these scammers rely on different things. But... It's fair to say that there's a lot of education out there for people yeah. and take advantage of it, look out for these things. Um, you know, if it's if they're saying that uh, it's got no risk and it's got very high returns, mm. that sort of hits you straight behind between the eyeballs. Yeah. It, there's something wrong because with risk comes returns. Yeah. Yeah. It's normally about greed in a way, isn't it? That because is one of the things they use to ca- right. put us on the hook. Yeah. Um, so... Um, you know, when you look at uh, returns on investments, um, investing's not a competition. It's it's really not a skill or even an art. Mm. It's just being disciplined. Yeah. You know, Warren Buffett's famous for a quote there, which I won't can't remember offhand, but you know, he he is about time in the market. And for example, if you're looking for a positive return on your investment there's about a 63% chance in a month that you'll get a positive outcome. Yeah. You go out to 12 months, it's 75%. Five years, 88% chance of getting a positive mm-hmm. return. Ten years, 95%. Hey, I'm almost at 100%, yeah, you but are. you've got to be there for 20 years. Yeah. So time in the market is important. So if somebody's promising you quick returns in a short period of, ret- of time, there's going to be a heck of a lot of risk. Yeah. yeah, I think it's like you say, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is going to be. But it yeah. does make you wonder, and I hate using this word dumb, but a lot of these people who get caught up in these scams, they're not dumb, are they? They're not. And these people are very smart in their psychology and how they deal with things. Um, one of the first things, I think, is, is, is the um, illusion of scarcity, you know, getting onto something before there's no more left mm. or those time pressures, you know. And you know what? I don't know about you, but when I'm put under pressure for time for making a decision, that decision's not going to be a quality one. No, exactly. And that's just one of the things they allude to. Um, I mean, you, even, even someone like yourself, sorry about in there, yes. um, but you know, you're preaching it every day, you know, be careful, yes. you know, diversity. But even someone as savvy as yourself, 
if you made an mm. offer and you put under pressure, we can easily make the wrong decision, can't we? We can. Now, if it's come out of my pocket money, I get once a fortnight. I'm not too worried. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not a lot. Um, but when you're talking about substantial sums of money, that's when you've got to change down a gear. And if someone's pressuring you for time or things, then uh, you know there's some other alternative um, um, intention there from them. Because if they really value you, and they really want to have a longer-term relationship with these investments, they're going to give you the time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, talk about social media as well. What's, what role does social media have to play in scams? Mm, I mean, um, I think of, I mean, Bitcoin is, is something that's quite topical, and that's an example of a market that is really talked up by social media um, and the market hype and driving it up, and it did so, and we saw it collapse dramatically. Yep. There's nothing behind that, so to speak. It's primarily a means of trade of currencies for transactions that's what it was designed for Mm -hmm. but it seems to have been hijacked along the way but social media um yeah oh my friends uh invested in this and made lots of money and they they promote these things um but there's no evidence no scientific evidence behind it no uh, solid reputational evidence and if you get a lot of people saying that through social media all of a sudden what you're saying becomes reality yeah uh and yeah that's the danger of that and qualified people who you're listening to mm. is it the talk back sorry to talk about talk yes. back radio yeah. <laughs> um is it the talk back and people ringing up and talking about it or, or things like that and what's their qualification to be talking about it and their experience so yes and greed does has a, have a part of it or status um you know or desperation sometimes we're in when we're in the hardest times of our life and don't really have the money to spend that's when we take the chance yes. and gamble it and the I guess the most uh, common thing is to take it down to the pokey machines at the pub and the one-armed bandit, you know. Speaking Mm. of social media, this is a good segue into the next uh, Mm. thing I was reading about, and that is, you know, is there a demographic that is more likely to fall into this trap? And uh, the article I was reading was that uh, it's more likely to be younger people. And I guess that's because they're more active on social media than what... uh, well, then what I might be you've gone completely to the wrong end of the age spectrum. Really? I would have thought, but no. When you think about it, yeah, um, you know, if you if you're young and uh, you're learning about these things, um, you're bound to try things and experiment, and um, that's when yeah you can get caught about, out by these things. I take the case of this chap in the Waikato who's lost one hundred and fifty thousand. Yes, he's not young. No, and it was a really good looking brochure, a booklet. Yeah, and um, so. Look, it, age is not a thing. Uh, we're all subject to it. Um, you know, when you get that uh, toll bill from uh, Waka Kotahi yep. um, in your email and you go, I haven't even driven on a toll road, uh, or your registration for your car's due from them, uh, I even have to look twice at those uh, coming through, particularly mm. the registration ones, and decide whether I actually should open it but the answer is no don't yeah, open it right. bruce go to their website yeah, separately right. well, yeah. so my wife says to me she said, oh, what, yeah. what about this i say it looks like bs to me so just leave it alone yes. uh, but even in the newspaper yesterday uh, as we record this program uh, there was a an article from the new zealand police saying that people are now being targeted as a scam 
with a link to the New Zealand police. And, and the, uh, what they're saying is we would never contact anyone like that. Mm. But, but if you had sort of half a brain, you think, mm, why would the police be contacting me via text? Why and would they have my number? That's where they're using this authority bias yes. method. People in authority, such as police officers, um, uh, IRD, all of these people are people in authority. And if they turn up on your doorstep knocking via an email, because of who they are, that authority bias kicks in and you, and you feel like you have to react. And uh, that's a known factor. Yeah. And that's what they're using. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, see. So you, you get to a certain age, moi, mm. and uh, like I say, you sort of question anything and everything. Um, yeah. I was also reading uh, a few good pointers uh, where you can sort of protect yourself, and you've mentioned quite a few of them uh, mm. already. But you know, if they send you, this is for the the love scam. Oh yes. Yeah, you, know, you, you might not have been affected by the love scam. Neither have I. Nigerian princess. Or, <laughs> uh, yeah. But it says they often use a very glamorous picture. Mm. And what they say is, request a current picture and then put in a proviso. Say, and I'd also like you in this picture to touch your nose or hold up a bit of paper with today's date on it. Mm. And says that uh, if they won't do that, write them off because it obviously is. And, you know, with AI, mm. if you took a picture and said, uh, I mean this photo to show these things, I imagine AI will quickly find what's required to yes, generate that. That's right. That's how fast the world's moved. Okay, yes. well, you've just destroyed that one. Thanks for that. That's um, okay. <laughs> ask to meet them in person. Is that, that, that's, that's quite a good one, isn't it? it um, yes, and that's what I said earlier on. Yes. If, if they won't see you in person, yeah. that's, that's, a, that's a definite red flag. Um, but even when they meet you in person, there's still potential for it to be a scam. Absolutely. And um, you have people in your life who you trust. or you, I mean, I, the gentleman who was in that article who got scammed um, with the um, New Zealand ESG bond, government mm. back, blah, 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 he um, asked authority, you know, advisors. Mm. They looked at it and thought, pretty good. Yeah, so it, it, it looks it looks genuine. But that's how it works. You know, I used to work in a law firm, and, you know, when we were paying out large sums of money verifying bank accounts, you'd never trust the email. You would ring the client mm -hmm. and say, hey, I'm just ringing up to check out. Um, mm. And so it's me ringing them. They're yeah. not ringing me. Uh, and verifying that bank account number with them over the phone and not deviating because they have the skills to intercept emails if they're on your computer yeah. and amend or get in before and amend account numbers. Well, really? So I've seen large sums of monies in law firms, known about them, mm. that have gone to other accounts. And you know that money's gone out of that account where it's gone to pretty quick. And it's come to you with a, a kosher email address there. Yeah, yeah. And you can't tell. It, it looks like the client has sent it. I mean, and you're looking for these telltale signs. Mm. But again, it's about good practice and thinking, no... I don't have to rush. I don't have to. Mm. I, what I do need to do is positively go and talk to the person and confirm these things. Yeah. But you're quite right in, in one respect, aren't you? That the scams are so good that mm. this poor chap here who lost that $150,000, yes. he went and sought some sort of advice and they said, well, it looks pretty good. Well, so, it's got a well known brand on the front there, yeah. and, it, and it is glow, and it's doing good. It was environmentally, socially, social governance, governance mm. bond. Um, I mean, we're into that as well, but 
uh, we're on a more level. We're on more on the level with that uh, in our practices. Yeah. We likely touched on the Nigerian scam, which has been going for years mm-hmm. and is still going. What's the most popular scam on the market today that you're aware uh, of on the financial market? I mean, it's still the Bitcoin thing. I think mm-hmm. for me, um, I just tend to switch these things off yeah. and not think about them. I won't give advice on Bitcoin, by the way. No, uh, though it is it is a genuine thing for some people and what they do. And yep, it was sort of like a get rich screen, wasn't it? A bit like you mentioned there, talking up the market yeah. with uh, nothing behind it. Yeah, no. yeah. If you think you're being scammed, Bruce, what what, should, what are some of the actions that we should uh, put into place? You know, there's, there's people around to support you. Um, one, um, don't have different passwords. Don't have the one password. Mm. And they say not to write them down, but if you've got a number of passwords, mm-hmm. you know, keep them somewhere safe yep. that you can refer to. Because um, the idea there is if somebody has one password, they can log on to somewhere else and try that same yeah. password. So that's probably the most important thing. And if it sounds too good to be true, um, then that's too good to be true. Yeah. And, you know, paying out, you know, two for two, you know, we won here, you're going to win again. You, you know, that that doesn't happen on, you know, you flip a coin. Yeah. Just, just one uh, with respect to those details about uh, writing down your password. Mm. Uh, not many of us physically write down anything anymore, mm. uh, and I might keep my passwords um, in my phone for my big computer, which I've got sitting on my desk at home. But I guess someone who's got access to my computer, a scammer, has probably also got access to my phone. Oh, probably somewhere. But you know, keeping your uh, protection up to date um, on your phones and computers is important. There are password lockers. You can use so you can have different passwords within there, but you have one master password to. So there's various technologies around at the moment that are genuinely good. What's the likelihood of getting your money back? I mean, uh, again, part of what I was reading to chat to you mm. about was that um, you know if you were sending your money through um, through the, through the bank to someone else, that there's a there's a, tra- um, a trail. You know, yes. It's going from one email address to another, to another, to another. But uh, eventually, can we can we find the scammer that way, or does it not work that way? Generally, by the time you realise and they've deducted the money, they've skedaddled, and the money's disappeared somewhere in the world to yeah. the, the you know, European country, Russia, wherever, uh, South America, um, Asia. You know, it, it disappears into the ether, and they're on to somewhere else. Mm. Um, you know, at one stage, I'm working for a firm. Uh, I got a scammer ring me up and I said, do you realise who you're talking to? And I told them where I was working and he said, oh. And then all of a sudden I got a whole lot of messages on my phone saying, oh, you rang me, what was it about? And um, I thought, oh, what's happening here? But they'd actually taken my phone number and put it so that it appears on the people they ring and don't answer so they, can't, so they ring me back mm. saying... So I thought, oh, this is a great marketing opportunity. Yeah. But no, the calls, what they'd done is they deliberately made my phone number the reply phone number. So we switched my really? phone off for two weeks. Yeah. So obviously it died a natural death, mm. and then my f- direct phone number got switched on again. So these guys wow. are pretty, pretty sharp, yeah. and you don't want to upset them. No, my no. favorite thing is, um, you know, they talk about, you know, getting onto your computer and logging on. 
and uh, talk about your mouse and I will start talking about my mouse is running away and yeah. so like I've lost capacity <laughs> yes. and they suddenly think oh my goodness this guy's totally off the planet <laughs> that's the most effective uh, yeah. thing I've done yes. but no if, if if you know this money if it's gone it's gone you do your best the banks will do their best to call it back um but before you even do that, before you do a large transaction, talk to family, yes. to people you trust. Yes, come and talk to us as a financial advisor. I'm not a, a scam expert, but um, I'll, I'll put you in the right direction to make sure um, you're doing the right thing. And I suppose it's not even the bigger match because, uh, you know, the bigger match, that must be a uh, hallelujah moment for the scammer, that $150,000. But it could just be ten or twenty or fifty dollars here, and then they would love you, wouldn't they? Well, there's a confidence trick. Um, you know, I'll lend me a hundred, and then I'll and I'll pay you back a hundred and fifty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, that worked. Oh, I've got something else that's come up. How'd you like to make fifteen hundred if you lend me a thousand? Well, it gets bigger, and your fifteen hundred comes back. And oh, okay. Oh well, you know what we did last time. Well, I've got an opportunity to do even more. So your ten thousand can become fifteen thousand, mm. or your hundred thousand can become a hundred and fifty thousand, and so they build you up. You've got that so history that, of yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never operated such schemes, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Like to say, too good to be true. Yeah, confidence. Okay, okay Bruce. Uh, if we need any help uh, financially, and we want to talk to you about anything with regard to our money, uh, particularly um, even on today's topics scams uh, you're always available for some good advice how do we get hold of you guys um we're Stuart group we're based in hastings but we advise our clients not only around the local hawks bay but around new zealand and indeed internationally so you can reach us through our website and through our 0800 number toll free and if you're local uh, give us a call come in and see us we offer a complimentary discussion no obligation no charge and uh, see if we're a good fit <laughs>